This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Disney Countdown Show. It is I, the Dapper Danielle, and I'm here with the lovely and ever so gracious uh, Megan, the Magical Millennial. How you doing, babe? Hey, I'm doing good, Danielle. How are you? Are you alive? Are you? How are you doing? <laughs> okay, to, y'all, to preface, Megan, as we're recording this episode, Megan's only been back in California for like a couple days, and I hung out a with day. her. Not even, uh, not even that. Like 23 hours, almost a day. <laughs> And while she was here in Disney World, like I only hung out with you for maybe like two days out of your time Mm -hmm. here. And you were running. You were constantly going. And I had no idea how you were surviving. I honestly, I think it was just pure adrenaline and joy of being at Walt Disney World again because I was so excited to be back. It had been a while, been a few months. And that was the longest time that I had spent in Walt Disney World since 2014, I just realized. Yeah, so it was a long week. We did parks every day. I did Universal on the last day, which was a super, not overstimulating, but very exciting for me because I hadn't been since I was nine years old. So it's overall, so just too. It's, yes, very different. It's big. Obviously, they have two parks. Um, so yeah, I <laughs> I was going, going, going. I kept my energy up, which I surprised myself at that. But now I, it all just kind of came to a head <laughs> like last night. I slept a lot more than I thought I would. Um, so. I'm here. I'm alive. We're we're surviving. I have my coffee right here. Got my water, and uh, I'm very excited for this uh, second episode of season three. Fabulous, fabulous. Yeah. And y'all, thank you so much again for listening and tuning in with us and and showing up. And maybe you also had a really hard time uh, waking up this morning as you're tuning into this episode, just like Megan was, but we're happy you're here. <laughs> so make sure you are following along on the Disney Countdown show on Instagram, TikTok, and threads and pod Disney over on the Twitter X thing, whatever it is. And y'all, we are getting back on track with our YouTube versions of these episodes. So hello, YouTube family. If you're watching this right now, uh, we've our producers in the back during this past holiday season with last season, they were running around like crazy, just like Megan was during this past trip. And um, we're, we're so now we're in a new swing of things. We're now moving again. Uh, we are a full team is coming back and it's going to be great. So we're, we're happy to have the YouTube uh, versions of the episodes back as well. Yes, and that is on youtube.com slash countdown network. So then you can see our lovely faces as we talk behind the microphones, which is fun too. (laughs) And just see my uh, behind me. I don't know if you can see it at all. I have my like my orange bird collection. I have a little country bear collection going on and I have my Dolly Parton shrine right there also. It's it's an interesting mix. You get to see a little more of our personal selves. (laughs) Danielle has a way better background than I do. I literally just have a star on the wall and I don't even know what that painting is behind me. So... (laughs) <laughs> good times good times. a little more beige over here in uh, orange county <laughs> that's okay that's okay that's all right and of course guys we always appreciate you following us on our personal socials as well the magical millennial underscore instagram threads and tiktok all that good stuff and the dapper danielle on the same platform so thank you all for following along and for following along the the trip this weekend i appreciate it oh yeah and the amount of dms of people commenting on our videos like that we did together 
and they loved it yeah they loved it oh they were obsessed yeah. or they're just like oh my goodness i didn't know you and megan actually like hang out in real life and i'm like okay obviously you don't know about the <laughs> podcast that's great and even in our bonus episode which we're going to tell you all a little bit about later in the bonus episode we get stopped a couple of times and you might hear us actually telling people well yeah we hang out we're filming an episode right now you have a podcast and yeah so it's all exciting things all exciting things it was so much fun it was so much fun to get together and it's always fun to collaborate with the people that of course you see on your screen all the time but yes we are friends in real life i i promise guys we hang out quite a bit at least when you're over here i'm over there um and it's it's a good time but of course guys if you are listening here and you want to share your two cents with us on what you're listening to, what we talk about, you can always rate and review, which is a great way to engage with us on the show. And you might even get a shout out on the show. So you can rate us on Spotify or DM us your reviews. And of course, rate on Apple Podcasts. So um, we actually have a few that are really, really Do nice. This oh, this is a do. long one. Yes. Hold on. You want to take this one? I got to make sure my glasses are on and that I'm zoomed in so I can see this properly. But, oh, oh no. I think this is a reference to last season. Okay. I see see a name in there and I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. This is from uh, Grace2893 and it says, Tinkerbell fans unite. Laughy, cryy face. If y'all listened to last season, you know my opinion on some Tinkerbell fans. I love y'all, but y'all gotta calm down. Anyway, it says, love this podcast, the amazing host. And I get uh, so excited to listen each week to the new episode. I'm glad I saved this week's episode for the day I did. Oh my goodness. It was the Tinkerbell episode. I was listening to the sections of it during... uh, my search from store to store in Arizona, looking for Tinkerbell fig pins. Oh, that's right. Cause the fig pins have started showing up at a, Oh, what is it? Burlington coat factory, I believe. Oh, they have. Okay. They have. And, uh, just discount, uh, that just dropped for a discounted price. I unfortunately didn't find the pin at the first two stores I stopped at and had to go, uh, and had to get to an 8 p.m. show of Coco Live to film, oh. which was phenomenal. Oh, that's exciting. After the show, I stopped at uh, one last store. Now, at the time that this is happening, it's 11 p.m. And found the Tinkerbell pins. Yeah. I bought the two that were available on the shelf. After I left the store, I turned the podcast episode back on. And you shared your thoughts on the overall t- uh, Tinkerbell fans. LOL, I literally died laughing. You are definitely not wrong but i i do gotta say out of all the fans out there i believe i am the person that is the most like the character i've believed we're the same person my whole life ha 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 that was such an accurate read on the tiktok on the tink community uh thank you for always providing such great entertainment how funny is that that was like she had been searching stores after store for the tinkerbell pins and, and then right as she turned it back on yeah then we played our uh wheel of disney was that it or underrated overrated underrated overrated and i said i love tinkerbell but sometimes her fans are a little over the top is what i was talking about i specifically remember that episode yes and that is too funny that is really what, funny 
What a coincidence. Wow. Well, I'm so glad you found your Tinkerbell pins. I Trust me, I know the struggle of finding pins that you want or need, especially in a mystery set. So I'm really supposedly the orange bird fig pins have started showing up at Burlington Co. Factories. I've been tagged in a couple posts about it. And I'm like, guys, if it's here in Florida, it's gone. It doesn't exist. I'm gonna have to go try to find it in like Nashville or Georgia uh, to be able to find it at one of their locations. (laughs) Usually, yeah, usually any of the locations that are anywhere close to the parks, they're they're gone. They're sold out. That happens to us over here in uh, all of Orange County, really. Um, I I can never find like... You know, Marshall started selling Bobble Bar and Loungefly. No, I haven't found any since I've looked in any Marshalls. Um, but once it, because once it goes up on social media, they're going to be going. sold out so, uh, quickly. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, that's too funny. Oh my gosh. Well, we have <laughs> we have one more review here that I want to read. The title is "I was confused," and I love that. I love it <laughs> because same story of my life. Um, that's most of the time, <laughs> right? <laughs> And this is from Happy Kelly, 100%. Kelly's my sister's name. That's so cute. Um, And it says, okay, so when I started listening to the Disney Countdown, quote unquote podcast, I thought to myself, why is it taking them so long to get to the actual countdown part? What is all this jibber jabber? (laughs) Why do y'all talk so much? I know. Um, Now I realize the jibber jabber is why we are here. Megan and Danielle are fabulous together. Very entertaining to listen to. Aw, thank Thank you, Kelly. I know we talk a lot and we we go on our rants and Danielle goes on her rants, but I promise you it's worth it. And then we get to the countdown. Towards the end of the show. We are trying to keep y'all informed on what's happening on the Disney World side and the Disneyland side. While also just tying in the countdown portion. Because if we jumped right to the countdown portion, this this podcast would be like 10 minutes long. Yeah. Right? It would it would barely be anything. Right. You most of you are listening while you're doing your laundry. Maybe you're driving around and you're getting stuff done. Uh who knows what you're doing. So we're we're just helping you take up some of that time in your day and making it magical while we're doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So thank you for sticking around uh during these episodes. We yes, do appreciate that. We do appreciate <laughs> that. We really, really do. Well, uh speaking of sticking around, we have some new Patreon fam. Uh, quite a few Patreon fam, actually. Yay! So shout out to Vicky, Bailey, Danielle. Another Danielle has joined the group. Uh, George, Jessica, Nicole, and Todd. Welcome to the Patreon family. We are so happy that you're here. And yes, we do have that uh, private Patreon page. There's a Facebook page, I believe, for the uh, Patreon and a Discord now. And yes. Y'all have been popping off in the Discord. I am I love it so much. Yes. Yeah, it's it's so fun to to go in there and and see you guys in there posting and everything. And of course, we appreciate you being here for the Patreon. We are gonna do a, a virtual hang coming up here very soon. So look out for that date. And can't wait to chat with you guys and see all of the new faces. So thank yeah. y'all for being part of the Disney Countdown Show Patreon fam. Yes. And well, a new faces, Megan, we're going to introduce a new segment onto the show. <gasps> a new segment? Yes, a new Brand segment. New. And we are calling it fan mail. I don't, I don't know. We need like a jingle or something for this. But this this new segment, as you all know, we love hearing from you, whether it's via DMs, comments, saying hi to us in the parks. We love all of it. Or if you're very old fashioned snail mail as well and in this new segment we are going to answer some fan mail and this week's message comes specifically from is it australia oh wait i'm saying that wrong estrella 17 
very nice on Instagram. So you guys can communicate through us through Instagram, or we're also going to give you a Gmail account that you can write your note to. And this question says, hello, active listener here, exclamation points. I was wondering if y'all could give any information regarding D23. Oh, Oh, is it worth it for the general public uh, who doesn't have media access? Question mark. Mm -hmm. What does the process look like for getting into the panels? Question mark. Is it better? And do upgrade upgrade your ticket to upgrade to upgrade your ticket for preferred seating and how hard it is to get those tickets. Love Mm -hmm. the pod and both of y'all's TikToks. Ooh. Well, thank you. Um, Yeah. Okay. So should we hit those questions one by one? I think we should. I think starting off with it, is it worth for the general public who doesn't have media access? I think, babe, if you think that we have media access, you are horribly wrong. We are. <laughs> we are. We are regular old folks just walking are, around that expo. Exactly. Yep. People that do have media access to this are usually news sources and blog sources. So maybe like um, our friends over at uh, the oh, what's it? The Disney food blog. Uh, Disney food blog. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can they can apply to be media and they are writing articles about this stuff. Right. Um, or like the Orange County Register or someone that's actually like a news right. um, outlet. Yes. Los uh, influencers and right. Influencers, content creators who do Disney content. Um, most majority of the time, probably 99 percent do not have media access. Right. Unless they're specifically invited in by Disney. And even then they're just given a ticket and said, here you go. Good luck. But they still have to go through the same processes of even trying to get a seat. There is no like special seating or anything like that for those people. They're just given a ticket. Right. So is it is it worth it? In short, I say absolutely for Disney fans out there. I highly recommend you go to at least one D23 Expo in your life. I think Mm -hmm. it's extremely informational. There's so many uh, vendors and so many, so much news that comes out of RD23 over in Anaheim. Um, and I just think it's so fun to be there and you get, you get access to merch that is, it hasn't been like put out to the public yet or just got released from like Loungefly, all these companies that work with Disney. Um, and then of course the panels, which was the next question, what does the process look like for getting into the panels? Now I can speak on this from a one-time paneler myself. I only got into the Disney parks panel in 2022 and it was oh, oh boy, it was a little bit stressful because Wasn't number it one, a lottery system that you had to sign up for which ones you'd be interested in. That's exactly right. So they will send out if you have a ticket, they will send out an email saying here's here here's what you're what you can sign up for or what you can register for. That doesn't mean that you're going to get in. It is a lottery system. So here's the ones like you specify which ones you're interested in, and then they just they'll give you whatever they have. So. Um, you can't just like go to all of them. You know, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, you say which ones you're interested in and then they'll give you what you are assigned to or what, what panel you got into. Um, and even then, even then you have to line up by a certain time because they can close them if it gets too full. When I was there for the 2019 D23 mm-hmm. and it was the day of the Disney parks panel. There was like mm-hmm. the basement where everybody was kind of lining up. There's people yep. trying to get to the general show floor and there was people that were waiting as early as 6 AM yeah. for a spot for this panel that wasn't even going to start until what was like noon or one at least. Yeah. Yeah. Noon or something one. ridiculous mm-hmm. like that. And yeah. 
Y'all, I was like, absolutely not. Ain't nobody got time for that. And they're live streaming everything. So what I did was I was walking around the show floor. And I said, oh, look, it's time. I opened up the app and I saw it live streaming and I was able to plug in my headphones and listen while I was mm-hmm. waiting in line to do a virtual experience of Disney on Broadway. And that yeah. was very cool. Yeah. Um, and I got to hear all the updates. It was great, but I wasn't waiting with all those people. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> right. It, it is a lot. It is a lot. And I know that they, with the lottery system, they tried to avoid that a little bit. So people wouldn't have to line up by, by 6am. People still did in the last D23, two years ago. Cause they, but they fear of missing out, you know, it's, it's that FOMO. I know they want to be, or they want to be the first in the first couple of rows, have really good seats for it. So yeah. Um, the process is a little bit easier, I think, for the panels. Just make sure you look out for that email and make sure you get your selections in time. And then, like I was able uh, to walk into the the giant cosplay competition. I think it's usually put on by her universe. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Or, or at least Ashley's always there for those. And yes. uh I was able to just walk in and I got to like the middle, middle back. And it was it was great. I was still able to see everything. They have put it up on the giant screens, but I didn't have to wait in any crazy line for it. It was great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I the only the only panel I've ever gotten to was the Disney parks, and we were late because there were so many people that were in line for that. We were supposed to have a guaranteed spot, but we were like kind of far back, and but we we still got in. We just missed the uh, Jordan Fisher singing live of Happily Ever After, so that was kind of a bummer. But we saw everything else. So that was cool. Right. Well, um, go go buy your tickets to see him on Broadway. He's somewhere on Broadway. He bounces around he between is. the shows. <laughs> that man is so talented. Oh my gosh, he's amazing. He is. I think one of the other questions was, okay, what does the process look like for getting into the panels? We kind of just answered that. Is it better to upgrade your tickets for preferred seating? And how hard is it to get those tickets? Honestly, I think there is there there is there preferred seating ticket? I don't think there's preferred seating. No, I think for no. the panels, it's just uh whatever you whatever you get. The seating is is all based on um first come or not first come first serve, but like your the line where you are in line. When right. you're physically there. Yeah. I don't guess prefer to say there is like a VIP package for D23. At least I, I think so. There's going to be another but one this year. it's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure what the I price mean, tag on that will be. If you really, if you're one of those people that just wants to be there for the presentation and like that, that means the world for you. You do you boo, like stay in your lane, stay in mm-hmm. your seat, go to mm-hmm. your peoples, go to your VIP section. But for the same cost, do you know how much merch and exclusive merch I could get at D23? <laughs> so much, so yes. much, merch. so much. Yes. And they do have really good merch in a lot of the different stores that they have around. So I say, I say, yeah, maybe if, I mean, if you got that cash to burn, do it for sure. It looks amazing. It looks like an amazing experience. Trust me. I was like, I think in 2019, I was like, oh man, one day I'll get one of those tickets, but um, I'm not quite there yet. So <laughs> I would rather, we'll I'd rather it. go we'll get merch. We'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather, you know, save the money and, and get some merch, some cool merch. Exactly. So yeah. Exactly. I hope well, that answers your questions, Estrella, and thank you so much for uh, leaving a leaving them. And yes, if you guys want to be a part of this segment or try to be a part of this segment, of course, leave us a DM, and we are happy to answer any of your fan mail questions. Yes, yeah, so you can leave a DM over at the Disney Countdown Show. Probably on Instagram is the easiest way to be able to do that. Yes, and then also, or if you don't like going through Instagram or Meta Messenger, whatever it's called, you also can email us at DisneyCountdownShow at gmail.com. And that's the best way to uh, like real life 
physically send a letter our way so we can go through, answer your questions. And I, this is kind of nice, Megan. I kind of like like answering the very specific questions like this. That's I, I kind of like I that a little too. bit. I do too. And and also, I think we also have a PO box. So if you guys want to physically have some snail mail sent our way, you can email us to the countdown show at gmail.com and we'll send you our PO box address. So that'd be kind of cool, like actual fan mail, like the 90s. Yes, because I don't <laughs> have my personal PO box set up right now. So that's like a really good way to even like send me stuff. It, it's yeah. great. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Well, Okay, so let's let's chat, Danielle, because I just saw you two days ago. And, right, um, so I feel like I don't need to catch up too much <laughs> with you. That's why I was just more concerned about if you were alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you breathing? But, um, I, I barely, 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 barely. Yeah, but, but I feel I, like we I, need to talk about a couple of fun moments that did happen while we were hanging out and while we were uh, hanging yes. out around the Disney World, the world of Walt Disney World. <laughs> Yes, yes. It was so magical. We did have some really, really fun moments, some great days, honestly. I loved our Animal Kingdom day, um, which, by the way, you guys, we did take some time to record a little bonus episode where we're walking around Animal Kingdom, which is uh, my favorite park. I know it's not Danielle's favorite park, and I completely understand, but it is... it's slowly growing on me only because I didn't go to Animal Kingdom as a kid, but mm-hmm. as an adult, I think I appreciate it a little bit more. I, I'm slowly getting up to that point as like just going for the vibes. I'm there for the vibes. The vibes. That's right. We love the vibes. The food and the drinks are really good too. So yeah, we were just walking around and we hooked up some mics to our little, our, our shirts <laughs> and we chatted for a bit. So there's a bonus episode where we're walking around animal kingdom. So if you want to listen to that, walk around with us, look at some merch, go on flight of passage with us, feel free. Mm-hmm. You uh, can join the, join the Disney countdown show, Patreon page. Uh, you can also click the link, click the link in our episode notes or go to patreon.com and search Disney countdown. And you can uh, have some fun with us at Disney's animal kingdom, which is, or if, or if you don't want to hang out with the Patreon the fam, which is like, <laughs> fine you do you boo you also can be a paid subscriber on apple or on spotify and that's also another way that you can listen to these bonus episodes and once you do become a paid subscriber you also get all the other previous bonus episodes that we've done and that's also going to include um our our list of movies that did not make it into our list so our Mm -hmm. like 11 through 15 15. the ones that almost made it yes yeah Oh yeah. So, um, so that was super fun. Very much enjoyed doing that with you, Danielle. It's, it was interesting. Like there was so much going on in that episode because we're walking through animal kingdom, me and you are going to get stopped. We get stopped a couple times and you can hear like the show cue and like the pre, like as we go into avatar flight of passage, like the pre-show, you can hear him talking and mm-hmm. we try to do a very good job of not talking during that because there are so many other people that are in the area that this is their first time seeing that and we didn't want to take it that away from them. Mm-hmm. And then there's the audio of us on the attraction. And we're, and we're like doing our woos. <laughs> the woos and then Janine was like, Wah! <laughs> it is pretty entertaining. It's, it's yeah. very interesting. So if you want to kind of hear a little tidbit of us talking as we're in the middle of uh, Pandora, then definitely go take a listen. There's a lot of fun. So but uh also megan yes i don't know if uh 
like looking back and we in one of our videos that we ended up doing like all all four of us together it was me you blake and cole we uh did a video he well blake or not blake cole in his video was like oh the disney adults walking into the best park which is animal kingdom the amount of people coming into the comments and like taking it very literally of like oh no it's not disneyland oh no it's not epcot <laughs> what have you gotten any responses or comments to that also directed towards you not directed towards me i think people are majority people are like you know you do you whatever's your favorite park sure i have said for the longest time that epcot was my favorite park and i think uh, the only reason it is now is because of Cosmic Rewind, because that is my favorite attraction in any Disney park. But Animal Kingdom is for sure, like, I, I'd say they're tied, really, for the top spot. Um, I have, but I haven't gotten any any real, like, criticism of <laughs> Animal Kingdom being my number one. Uh, I think people are just like, you know, go ahead, do you, it's fine. Uh, but people are, there are some people that are like, like, Animal Kingdom, like, sucks. It's it's the half-day park. It's, it's not, a zoo. You know, and I'm like... It's a it's zoo. I'm so like, no, much it's not. More it's, than a zoo. Can you go on a safari in a in a zoo? I mean, in probably San Diego Wild Animal Park, that is a thing. But can you like go on Expedition Everest? Do you have Pandora in a zoo? No. Do you have like some of the best? Do you have Kevin from the movie Up? Kevin, no. exactly. You are wrong. No. Dinosaur? <laughs> no. Yeah. So, um, I but again. You do you. People are free to think what they want to think about Animal Kingdom. It's fine. Uh, I just, I just love it, and I'm every time I'm there, I have like we have such a great day. And Festival Lion King. Oh my gosh, that was like the first thing that we did yes. that day, which is a great show. I get chills every time. The oh my gosh, the fire scene during Be Prepared is so it's so amazing. And the so that was cool. fire dancers in that show are legit professionals i don't know it i don't think it was the same guy but pre-covid there was one of the fire dancers for that show actually competed globally and won uh i think i want to say it was like 2015 or something like that and he, it was like a really big deal and that's like the amount of professionalism of these actors and these performers that come into of all things festival of the lion king no they are like legit that's amazing that's amazing and i can see it because the things that he does with that that little, you know, stick with the fire on both ends is uh, is pretty awesome. Something I will never be able to do in my lifetime, but I just, I love watching it. And I love the Be Prepared song. That guy that comes oh, out, his voice is just great great actor also for that. And he was so animated and it was like, at the beginning, I was like, okay, how is this going to go? Oh, no. He knew his pauses. He knew how mm -hmm. to get the crowd reaction. And he was over the top in his mannerisms during Be Prepared. He was having more fun with it than anybody else was. And <laughs> it was know. great to watch that. It was really cool. Oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. So that was so much fun. And um, yeah, we just overall had a great day. We did Everest. Danielle, unfortunately, uh, did not do Everest with us. She sat off to the side with our bags. So thank you for watching our bags. You're welcome. And, uh, <laughs> I love that ride so much. And while we were in Magic Kingdom for a hot second, we did go see Country Bear Jamboree before the change. We did. Oh, which I would not have had it any other way. I had to see it with the Dapper Danielle. And boy, it will be officially closed delivered. by the time that uh, this episode does come out, which is very, very yeah. sad. But I am so happy that I got to experience with you. And oh. people were saying that actually the last time you might have seen it and why you might not have recognized the songs was because it was the summertime hoedown overlay 
Oh, summertime. Ho- okay, there was an overlay. And was that at Magic Kingdom or Disneyland? Both. Disneyland and Magic Kingdom for the longest time had a Christmas and a summertime overlay. Okay, I did not uh, realize that. So there probably were a few times. I did see Country Bear Jamboree. I want to say maybe a grand total of four or five times when it was at Disneyland in my childhood. And probably at least one or two of those times it was during summer. So that makes sense. Right. So that's why you probably weren't as familiar with the storyline because it does change and the songs totally change during those overlays. So mm-hmm. that, that would make sense. That would make sense. That makes sense. Now, I, I don't remember um, all the guys that turned me on, turned me down or something, whatever that song was by the little. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I remember there's blood on the saddle or something from Big Al. Oh, yes. um, no, I don't remember those, uh, but it probably repressed memories in my mind because uh, my jaw was on the floor after hearing some of those songs. <laughs> It was great. What at a Disney park? Oh my! Okay, right. I think that's what everybody, other everyone else's reaction was. And I think I say this in the bonus episode, but I was singing along because, of course, I know all the words. And these ladies in front of me were shook that I was singing along out loud, and they did like a one eighty at me to come to like look at me, and I'm like, woman. I am enjoying myself. You do not understand. But there were there were tons of people singing along. And that's what I also, I love yeah. about being there. There were tons. I could hear so many people singing along, especially the old, to Big Al. The they were old man in the back that was going to church on the blood on the saddle song of Big Al's. He was oh, yeah. having a he moment. He had his arms raised. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, he was, He it was his moment. It was. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you, sir. Like, this is great for you. Thank you. I was I was happy for everyone. I was like, wow, you guys really, really love this show. And I love that. And me, this is like seeing it for the first time, but I'm so glad that it has its fans. And I'm also really looking forward to the new the new songs and the new outfits yeah. and everything that's going to be a little more Disneyfied, a little later more down TLC. The road. Hopefully, mm-hmm. get some of the projector pieces fixed and just yeah. the overall um, sound equipment fixed. Also, I don't think it's been updated at least since the like two thousand and one. So, it definitely needs it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It looked good. I will say yeah. for for a relatively old show, it did look good. They were referred, I believe. I think I've said this before. Back in like 2012 or 2014, one of the two, oh, okay. they did get new okay. fur, so that they do look a little cleaner, which is good. Yeah, yeah. But no, speaking I'm... of which, before we go into anything else, I think it's time for some Disney news because we also got to see Tiana's Bayou Adventure, right? Yes, yes. I I got to see it over in Magic Kingdom and compare it to the one we have here in land. And wow, are you guys are you guys further along than us? (laughs) (laughs) So let's go ahead and break into that Disney news. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. Y'all, it's true. Our Disney World's version of the attraction is much further ahead than Disneyland's right now. We have Spanish moss on the trees. We have little hanging glass bottles that you can see from the ground looking upwards. Uh, It's coming together. Yours looks so good. And yes, you can see kind of the the Mama Odie vibe going up there uh, at the top of the hill. Mm -hmm. And so much greenery. So many like flowers around. Uh, the water tower looks great. I think there's one other thing that I was like, oh my gosh, you guys have that already? Um, but it, yeah, we we just got the water tower. Like we just got it. 
maybe oh, wow. two weeks ago. So we're a little bit behind. But as we know, yours did close four, four to five months before ours. And um, so I have a feeling well, for what it looks like and seeing it in person, I'm like, your guys is going to open before ours. I just, I know it, whether it's a month or two or just a few weeks, um, similar to what Rise of the Resistance was like back in 2019 to 2020. Um, since you guys started started the process before us. I just have a feeling that's what's going to happen, and oh, yeah. I'm I am happy for you. I I would be so shocked if they waited to open them at the same time. I don't think they would do that. I don't I don't think so. Unless it's just a manufacturing issue of like the amount of animatronics that go in, and they're making them probably at the exact same oh, yeah. time for each coast. If something happens with the delay of getting those animatronics, that's the only thing I could think of that would delay this process. But. Yeah. Yeah. What I have heard, though, and so I, I forget the article link, but someone has actually gone through with the Imagineers and has done a walkthrough, and most of it is all ready. You can kind of see where some of the critters are, the little banjo critters. They're off to the side. They're already in place, and there are cutouts of where the Louis the Alligator, Tiana, and Mama Odie animatronics are going to be. So as the Imagineers are in there walking the track, they can see where the animatronic is supposed to be so they can match the greenery around it and finish completing the set scenes before they just plug them in. Yes, which is awesome. We have confirmation they are not going to have screen faces. Okay, so they're going to be the legit animatronics similar to the animatronics like shanghai tokyo exactly so okay cool uh similar to so in like the frozen ride for example here at walt disney world anna elsa and Kristoff have screen faces that are operated and powered off of microsoft and they um (laughs) they break a lot even we rode frozen ever after and we did the discoloration on those screens they are not holding up they cannot hold up in the humid water ride attraction that it is so they are they are gonna be doing full fleshed out faces just like they do over at the frozen ever after ride in is it shanghai i believe it's shanghai or hong kong yeah yeah hong kong has arendelle yeah yes that's awesome that's really good to hear uh and I'm just, I'm so excited to see them. I'm so excited to see the characters. We know for a fact that, unfortunately, Dr. Facilier is not going to be in the attraction because he is on the other side with his friends. And uh, I believe Ray and Evangeline will also not be included, just um, maybe as stars somewhere in the attraction. That's my, uh, fingers crossed that they're like featured as their little stars at some point through the ride. But I'm very excited to hear what the songs are going to be like. They, I think they're going to include some of the, some of the originals, but it's yeah, mostly mostly gonna be um new songs that are coming to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Right, right. I mean, so, I'm I'm excited yeah. for it. I, I think it's gonna tie along with well actually, do we even have confirmation on if that show was canceled or not? Remember it was oh, supposed the Disney, to be the Disney Plus show? Yeah, the Disney Plus show that was supposed to take like Tiana on adventures around the world post this movie. And I know. Like we saw one concept art image and there was some kind of update talking about it, but we haven't heard anything else about this. No, nothing. Nothing's come out. And that's also it hasn't been confirmed that it's canceled. So I have no idea what's going on with that. Mm -mm. Hmm. Maybe we'll get more closure in the next D23. Like maybe we'll get a preview of it if it actually is going to be sticking around. That'd be good to know. That'd be nice. At least if it was, you know, kind of congruent or like 
in sort of cohesion with the ride because it'd be nice to get some backstory as to what the ride story is going to be about. Right. Um. Yeah. So that'd mm. be cool. That would but be we'll cool. see. More, yeah. more things to come. More info to come. Now, right. Megan, over on the Disneyland side, yes. there is Sweethearts Night going on, and you will have attended after this episode airs. <laughs> yes, yes. Unfortunately, we are a day early. I'm going to Sweethearts Night tomorrow in real time. Uh, but the first night of Sweethearts Night was last night. And according to uh, some posts that I think Danielle has seen, um, I guess it wasn't so great. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. Well, yes Here's no. the thing. Okay. Because, like, I... I've been to the first night of many a Disney After Dark event, and it's never as good as the following nights. I, I went to Sweetheart first night of Sweethearts last year. I went to the first night of Star Wars last year, and there are things that, op- that operationally and through the whole schedule of events that don't go according to plan. So um, that ha- and, and when you go to the first night, you have to know that that is probably going to be more than likely that. All that's going to happen. And if you go to the following nights, which I'm hoping they get it sort of fixed by tomorrow, um, that things are sm- running a little more smoothly. Right. So what have you So I believe it was the Royal Ball that happens over in front of uh, Small World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The videos coming out of that is that the actors could barely even get into the middle of the crowd because there were so many people. Everybody mm-hmm. showed up at one time to be over there and it's just wall to wall you couldn't see anybody and Mm. it was it was just too much and of course it's because every other influencer's there every other media person's there also trying to get photos and reference and i i really hope when you go megan it will not be the same as that at all (laughs) which i i mean i'm going the second night so i feel like it's not going to be that bad right but even last year like that's so crazy i I don't remember it being packed with people. They came in eventually, but we were there for the first little little shindig that they that they did. And all the characters were easily in the middle, dancing with each other, dancing with with guests. So that's they very can interesting. barely move around. I'm sad to hear that. Okay, yeah. so that was that was a little too much. Well, you know, I you, that I can see that happening. I can see that being an issue, and they're going to have to figure that out. That's just one thing they need to manage a little better. So, anyways. We'll keep you guys posted on how my sweetheart's night goes. But uh, as of right now, we did still have some hiccups on night one. Yes. But the artwork is adorable for the map as well as the little credentials that you wear around your neck. It's more of a throwback to like 1950s, 60s style. It's created by Asia Ellington. Oh, yay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Which y'all know I love her. I think Mm -hmm. actually over here off to the side, I have one of my caricatures from back in the day before she worked at Disney. I have a caricature done by her of me as a fairy godmother, as one of my cast member days. And uh, I love her artwork. I love her art style. You're going to have to grab me an extra map because I really want the art on the front of the map. (laughs) I got you. I got you. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh And speaking of which... Asia is also the artist that is uh, like one of the main people that created the new Walt Disney World AP magnet of Hey, Hey, Hey. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, my gosh. It's so cute. Are you looking at the picture? You guys get such cute. Yes, you guys get the cutest magnets. I'm sorry. Like there was a Dumbo one that I had to like bribe somebody to get for me. I think this was last year. And then, hey, hey, I mean, because the Moana Journey of Water just opened. So 
I love this little magnet. He's so he's so stinking cute, and he's squawking in in this little like Walt Disney World annual pass holder magnet. And it's very much in her art style. Asia is also the one that created the murals that are currently on the side of the Disney store in MCO Mm -hmm. uh, and the Orlando International Airport. Yep. Yep. I love it. I love her art style so, so much. And so starting January 29th through February 23rd is when you can pick up this newest annual pass holder magnet featuring Hey Hey. And it's going to be over at the Creation Shop. They just have a little door. You just line up, tap your magic band, you pick it up, you're good to go. Well, if you ever like to get your hands on an extra one, um, I'll trade you for the map. <laughs> I think that sounds like a good plan, Megan. I can try. I can try to make that happen. I'll see. Okay. I'll see. Yes. Thanks. Appreciate it. It's so I cute. It, it is really, really cute. I think it's yeah. just fun. It's different. It's not a Fab Five character, which I think is even better. No, and that, more I, of a I really kick. appreciate that. It is a sidekick. Yes, definitely. Was he? Was he on my list? I think he was on my list. He was on your list. Yes, I chose him over Pua, which okay, Megan. Um, <laughs> he was in the movie more than Pua was, so it's fun. he was. I loved his squawk. I think um, what Alan Tudyk voices Hey Hey. He's, he's yes, hilarious. yeah. Oh, um, well, and speaking of Dis- Disney World, uh, we do have there's an update to the Disney World app now. I oh, for annual pass holders, excuse me. There's a reason yes. I didn't see this when I was over there. I am not an annual pass holder yet for Disney World, yes. but. Um, there is an update. Danielle, do you know more about this? So basically it's just a add on where you can kind of see which days are going to be good to go days. Now this means nothing to you as a Disneylander babe. Um, but which is so interesting. And I think we need to talk about this too, a little bit more, but good to go days are basically saying that for any of the Walt Disney world parks, you do not need a reservation to get into that park you can just show up whenever and that's fine um mm-hmm. there is a way to be able to see it without going into the whole press make reservation log into the system again go onto the website form and be able to go through that there is a way to you can view that uh mm-hmm. honestly personally it's just easier <laughs> to just to go in make a reservation and it'll then it. if you click a day it'll say this is one of your good to go days on the Saturday. No, you do need yeah. a reservation for this day. And then you just go ahead and make the reservation at the same time. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Now I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what well, this is really cool. Is that it's on it's is it on the app or is it on the website? I be- I believe this is on the app. Yes. It should be on the Walt Disney World app. Yeah, because we don't have any sort of calendar that shows us anything on the app, no. right? So it's nice that at least your good to go days are shown. Um I, cause we always have to go and whatever we want to see, we have to go on the website for the, right. our reservation days. So this is cool. Okay. I, but you I guys love don't that even have good to go days. No, we don't have anything like that. No, no. We always have to make a reservation no matter what. And I feel like this is a little confusing and there's people, a lot of Disney worlders that have been going here to Disneyland here recently have been confused mm-hmm. on this now that like, oh, I thought this change applied to everybody. And like even your park hopping is not the same as ours right now. Or has that changed that the park hopping at least is the same? I I honestly, you you have to, the, the way it works, you still have to go to your reserve park before 11 a.m., if you are there after 11, you can go anywhere, right? But it's right. 11 a.m. is the time you can park up and you cannot do it before then. So that's that's what it is right now. Yeah. See where you can park hop early now at Walt Disney World. So even if you have to have a reservation for a not good to go day, you can now 
tap in and you can park hop at any time after tapping into that location also. Yes. Yeah. I know that change for you guys doing so great over there in world. I'm so happy it's, for we you. We just have the blessing of space. That's the only difference in I why know. we have that. I know. I get it. I get it. it. Trust me, we can go on and on about our reservation system and magic keys over here, but I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> I love how you're just like, I'm happy for you. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Still waiting on updates for us, but you know, maybe they'll. Hey, at least yours in. went on sale, at least finally, even though they are sold out. They were on sale. They're sold for out again. Second. Yeah, eight hours and then they're gone again. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. People, I know people that were in that queue and did not get one, which is really sad. So, wow. That's very unfortunate. We'll see when they open them up again. Um, So the good to go days are awesome for Disney World and I totally get it with the, the space, annual passes, and just the way that the, I guess the ticket structure works for Worlds. Uh, would they ever be able to do this for Disneyland? I get this question all the time. Like what of like reservations, are they going away? Um, are the, is the park hopping thing going away? First of all, in order to have like the park hopping thing, we have to have reservations. You know what I mean? Like we, they need to be able to track ticket holders, magic key holders, where they're going first in the morning. And so I don't think they, they can never be, um, one or the other. It has to be both. So I feel like, um, good to go days. It, it might be possible if they decide that the, tracking match key holders isn't helping them anymore or isn't like doing much for their research. However, I feel like it's doing a lot for them in terms of. It's uh, helping a lot with Disney merchandise exclusive releases. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. because then if, if you have a blogger that goes in and says, Oh, Hey, there's this brand new pair of ears. It's limited edition, only available over at California venture. It mm -hmm. reduces the amount of people that are flooding or like the eBayers are trying to flood in immediately afterwards to be able to get that item. It makes mm -hmm. it harder for them. So then they have to be like, oh, I only can get a pass for Disneyland. I have to yeah. wait until 11. Uh, like people have to really decide, is it worth the time or effort to be able to try to go get this product? So I do think it helps space that out a little bit. Yeah. And since we are a locals park, is majority of where our guests come from is in the area. So um, I I. I do think this is here to stay for quite a while unless they come up with a better system. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we'll have good to go days in the near future. Maybe down the line. We'll see. But as of right now, it seems like Disneyland is really enjoying this opportunity to um, do their research, analyze their, you know, the guests ratios and stuff. And mm -hmm. um, this, the reservation system is like really helping with that. So oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens to it. What I I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting on those magic key penalties, man, and changing that system because it is awful. It is simply horrendous, and I think that needs to be addressed first. So I would there's agree. there's the magical millennials two cents on that. Anyways, <laughs> the two. Let's go. Let's go into something. Let's go into something a little bit lighter. Why don't we get into our countdown for this week which is our top five disney animated movies yes, throwback to uh happy kelly 100's review of like what's all this jibba jabba let's get to the countdown back to the the main events the main event are yes. one through five disney animated movies i cannot wait to see yours danielle i'm no no, no no forget mine I'm confused about yours. I don't know where this is going to go at all. So um, I think, oh, well, I started last time, Megan. Do you want to start us off this time? 
Sure, I can definitely do that. I, uh, let's see, let me pull up my little list here. I will recap my six through 10. Oh, yes. Um, and then we'll get into one through five. Okay, so my number 10 was The Little Mermaid. And mm. just that was through my childhood. Love that movie. Wanted to be a mermaid growing up. Number nine was Meet the Robinsons, which of course is home to my favorite song. And yeah, just love the message from that movie. And the humor is great. I love it. Number eight, Frozen 2, which is a surprise one that Danielle thought was going to be higher on my list, but mm -hmm. there it is at number eight. Number seven, Princess and the Frog. That's just a classic and same thing. Nostalgia, man. It's just a good movie. And then my number six is uh, Tangled. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, do you want to go through your six or ten before we get into it? You know what? I might as well. Okay. Go so ahead. my number ten was Wreck-It Ralph. Number nine was Oliver and Company. Yes. Number eight was Mulan. Number seven was Hercules. And number six was Winnie the Pooh, the 2011 movie. I love it. I love it. Okay. See, it's such an so, interesting mix. And, it is a very interesting mix, yes. Right. And I think that's why we're both confused. I think of a couple other people in the Discord when they were listening, they were just like, okay. This doesn't really line up with a lot of their other favorites for like sidekick characters or even songs. Right, songs. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I don't know, but yes. What know. is your number five, Miss Megan? Okay, number five is gonna be a classic, I believe. From not from the Renaissance. I forget which period it's from, but it is Beauty and the Beast. Uh, this is the movie that is, of course, features my favorite princess, which is Belle. Uh, again, something I grew up absolutely loving this movie, singing the songs. It's just, it warms my heart, has one of the best villains, I think, in Gaston. And yeah, Belle, Belle's just my all-time favorite. Um, I do have a little little story from, from the weekend, which, uh, I mean, I, I can go into it too, but we actually, we had uh, the one and only Stacia Martin come into our little frog hop that we did last yes. weekend in Epcot. She is a Disney artist and historian. And let me tell you, when you ever, if you ever watch a video of Stacia Martin doing her thing, drawing and telling the story of the character that she's drawing, you are in a trance because this, this woman, does she speaks so eloquently? She does, she like doesn't even take any pauses, no ums or uhs or anything. She just keeps going about what is she what she's doing and this drawing she's making about this character and it's so fascinating so she did that like 10 times with 10 different characters while we were there and bell was one of the characters she ended up drawing um and unfortunately we, she was raffling them off after she drew them after she was finished uh blake our friend blake won the bell drawing and then the last one that she drew was Winnie the Pooh. And I ended up winning Winnie the Pooh, which is Blake's favorite character. <laughs> and it was so serendipitous. And I was just, I, my eyes were like, oh my God, like that actually just happened. So I, I like told Blake to come up here. I was like, no, 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 this, this one's for you. This one's for you. And we traded uh, characters and I ended up getting Belle, which was <laughs> insane. It's just insane so that that worked. It was literally Disney magic. And, um, and she, she's just my favorite. So Beauty and the Beast had to be in my top five. And there it is, of course, sitting at number five. So, um, yeah, there, there's the first one. <laughs> Megan, we have our first overlap of season three. So, yes, number five is also my Beauty and the Beast as well. I got, I just got chills. Oh, my God, no way. <laughs> and, you know, I was really debating this one. I was like, you know what? Beauty and the Beast, I did not 
necessarily grow up with that VHS, right? Which is mm, very funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. We, I just didn't funny. grow up with it. Yeah. And uh, maybe because I thought the beast was scary when I was little. But then as I got older, and I think this, I think this kind of falls in with my time with like Hercules and Mulan of I didn't appreciate these movies until I was older and watching them as a cast member. But I really like Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. That's my number five. That's the placement of where it went. It, it, it was like between that and Winnie the Pooh of deciding who was going to be in five and six. And I also just really like this movie. I think I really fell in love with it because of the Broadway show. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Oh, it's so, so good. good. So yeah. good. The music and the original songs for Beast are fantastic. Um, my favorite song is uh, When We're Human Again. And... Oh, yeah. They did go and create an extended version. And they went, that song was created for the Broadway show. They did create an animated version that is able to be seen in the movie. If I think if you do the extended, it's not in the original, but it's in the extended version that re-released. Oh, gosh. It's like maybe in 2010 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. It's still one of my favorite songs. So, yes, Beauty and the Beast for my number five. That's so awesome. I love <laughs> that we overlapped in this very, very special movie. Oh my gosh. I, I was I was also debating whether or not it should be higher because it is so special to me, but yay. Oh my gosh. That's so I exciting. And as a reminder, y'all, me and Megan don't talk about our list beforehand. Absolutely. Like it is they are completely secret from each other. We do not plan this out. I again I just have my little sloth notebook that's over here off to the side and she she doesn't get to see any of it until we talk about it. So I think whenever those moments happen, they are very genuine and very funny. <laughs> That's oh, I, I love it so much. And I love that it was uh, only just our second episode. We have our first overlap. Oh, well, our first list even. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Yay. Let's <laughs> let's see if there are any more. I I these are getting a little more um personal now, I guess, with the uh with the ones yes. at the top of the list. So let's uh number four for me is going to be the hunchback of Notre Dame. And um uh, let me, when I tell you the movies that I grew up with, this is top three. Um, I watch this movie constantly as as dark as it may be. And um, I don't know, it, it is very it, it's not super Disney like it's very old Disney where it gets super it gets real more with the messages more artistic side of Disney, very which artistic. I think is very funny. Exactly. Yes. Um, but I absolutely loved it. I love the songs. God Help the Outcast and Hellfire are some of my favorite songs of all time. And uh, yeah, this was just this is my my childhood. I picture, when, when the, I picture the audio of that kid um, that's yelling like anarchy. And then uh, anarchy. he's like, I don't know what that means, but I love it. I picture Literally that me. you when you're <laughs> listening to Hellfire and you're probably singing along as a kid to be like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what he's saying, but it's really good. <laughs> it sounds good. No, yeah. it's a that's a dark song. Um, yeah. So, and then also the uh, they did a show, a live action show at Disneyland for a while in the back area near the old Big Thunder Barbecue, uh, and that was so cool. And I I remember specifically a few parts of that show and loving it. So. There's my number four, Hunchback of Notre Dame. I, w- I really want to know if any of y'all who are listening, if this would be in your top five, because I feel like this might be a little more, I don't know, just a, a personal choice. I, well, especially 
I feel like for some people, it's definitely probably in their top 10 or top 15, but I don't know if it would have broken down into the top fours for some people like it has for you. So yeah, Yeah. let us, let us know y'all. Let us know. Yeah. Well, my number four is my second, well, second, technically third favorite princess. And that's going to be Cinderella. Yay, a uh, classic. A classic, an absolute classic. And of course, I love Cinderella for the sidekick characters of Jacques and Gus, uh, Susie and Perla, uh, Lucifee, and Fairy Lucy. Godmother. Oh, I love <laughs> Fairy Godmother. And even to this yeah. day, meeting Fairy Godmother in Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, I get downright emotional just like i'm done i can't even and even i was i was a fairy godmother i was a, at the bibbidi boppity boutiques not the fairy godmother but a fairy godmother and even when we were in costume and she would sometimes make special appearances and she would walk into the uh boutique if i picked up in the castle she would be over there and she would sometimes make a magical appearance be like hello fairy godmothers how are you doing and even as i'm trying to do the hair on the little girl I'm like hello fairy godmother it's so nice to see you oh my goodness i was a wreck <laughs> she's so sweet though and it is i guess you know it's rare to see her in any disney park it's definitely rare to see her over in land so it's it's special which is funny because i feel like she is actually more seen here in walt disney world than she is over in disneyland which usually it's vice versa i know i think so too yeah yeah you rarely see she's in parades over here but not not usually out for meet and greets yeah Mm. so oh i love that i had a feeling cinderella was somewhere on your list because i'm like oh fairy godmother you know baby debacle boutique um so dear to my heart of course there it is it is such a good movie. Such a classic. Definitely and classic. they did a really good job on the live action. But that's for yes, a list they for did. another time. That's, that is for another time. But they absolutely did. That's that's my number one for live action. Just in case. Uh, that's a spoiler. And if just anybody wants to know. If we, if we do live action movies. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be number one. Um, oh, yay. Okay. Um, okay. So number three for me is going to be Hercules. And I know this was Aww. in your top 10. Yes, it was uh, my number seven. It was your number seven. So Hercules is up there for me, again, just because it is a part of my childhood, came out when I was young, and I fell in love with Meg. Okay, it's Meg. Like, I have to I have, to have you the know. The queen of I'm, sass and drama. The queen of sass, little Megara, and I was so happy that there was, like, a Meg in the Disney world. <laughs> In the Disney movie world, it's like, oh my gosh, she's so cool, and um, love the story. I mean, obviously, it's it's got some Greek mythology and history behind it, and I love all the songs are just incredible. I would listen to that soundtrack constantly. Um, Don't say I'm in love. I won't say I'm in love. Um, Zero to hero. I still like those are bangers. I still listen to those on road trips. Oh my god, Mm -hmm. amazing. So, um, yeah, Hercules is right there in my top three at number three. Oh, I just love such it. Such a good one. That's such a Thank good you. one. Thank now, you. my number three. This is the one I was thinking about is going to confuse a lot of people because either people have seen this movie and they love it or they never seen this movie before. Okay. Okay. It's Lion King one and a half. <gasps> Stop it right now. You put that on <laughs> number three. <laughs> Is Lion oh, King one and a half? This Dude. is the best day ever. I'm this, so. This was a straight to VHS home movie, right? Yes, it was. And yes, it was. It 
it was so if you've never seen Lion King one and a half, it tell it goes through the story of Timon and Pumbaa and what they were doing the entire time of what's happening in the Lion King. So like how they actually found Simba. Why were they in the jungle? Why did they find Akuna Matata? And like how Timon stuff. found Pumbaa, Timon's backstory, his family. Right. It's his mom and watch. his uncle. It's, it's a must watch. Uh, it's, it's where so the great. uh the dig a tunnel song dig comes dig from. Dig a tunnel. And I, so before, when we were going through and we were deciding this list, I was like, you know, I really feel like I need to put Lion King one and a half in there. Mom's like, when's the last time you've even seen that movie? And I'm like, well, I guess we're watching it tonight because it's been like 15 plus years. And we, we turn on Disney plus and we watch it and I am cackling. There are so many jokes that I didn't even realize are in there until now that I'm older. I'm like, oh, that's even better. (laughs) right right and my mother looks over at me and she's like at certain points in the movie she's like you said this on repeat like quotes from the movie in certain instances and i never understood where this reference was coming from until now and i'm like okay because at one point uh timon's mom is like hugging him to death and uh, timon's like choking not breathing (laughs) I said that whenever my aunts hugged me when oh, we really? were visiting them and they would give me this big old bear hug and I would say that and mom's just like, what is this weirdo kid saying? And I was, I was referencing Timon the entire time and she never knew. <laughs> I am obsessed with that. And I love that you put it at number three. <laughs> the straight to home humor. video lying King one and a half i we were uh, okay i'm so with you we were obsessed with that movie it was something that we me and my brother would watch on road trips and of course when my sister came along we got her to watch it too and oh my gosh that the whole dvd i don't know if you guys have the dvd of lion king one and a half you know that there are special little uh activities you can do on it like little games you can play with like with the hyenas and with timon and pumbaa and we went through that thing so many times uh, and it's just, it's, you know, it's not the best movie, but it will definitely make you laugh. And it's a good one. <laughs> it's a great, it's such there's, a great there's concept. There's so many references also that have aged out. Like people yeah. won't know the joke anymore because it, it it's too old. Like it referenced a lot of uh, current media or like older media also. Like at one point, uh, Pumbaa farts and like all the hyenas run away and Timon says, I love the smell of Pumbaa in the morning. And I was just like, ah, like, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> so funny. Oh, gosh. But yes. I, okay, that's, you just reminded me that I need to watch that again for a good laugh. I, I need Adding a little, like, list. pick me up. It's going to, it's add, it being added to the list. I oh, yeah. am for obsessed sure, with that choice. And this just made my day. So thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> and that's why the people, I was going to say, no, it's going to confuse people on why it's where it is, but it's, it's number three, baby. It's I, a good one. I think those that get it will get it for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, if totally you know, you know. know. Yeah. If and if, for those of you that haven't seen Lion King one and a half, please throw it on Disney plus and just add it to your list. Just, w- just watch away. And, um, Really confuse the Disney so Plus good. algorithm okay. on why all oh of a sudden gosh, it's getting somebody. watched over Number and over two again. for me. <laughs> Number two is going to be, and it was also in your list, Danielle, it is Mulan. And wow, wow Wes, talking about childhood, again, oh, these, are all, these are all personal choices from my childhood. This is literally number one in terms of childhood movies that I was absolutely obsessed with. I had all of the dolls. I had the little action figures. Um, I, I just 
completely obsessed with Mulan and the songs. Oh my gosh, that soundtrack also mm. incredible. Oh my gosh, everyone I, had just, a crush I can't on say Shang. Enough about it. Everyone had a crush. On, oh my god, we love Shang. <laughs> I saw. I saw the crush on Shang. Um, he's like top uh, Disney dude for me. Um, and Mushu. I can't. I, like, is there a better sidekick than Mushu? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I, pretty sure he made it in the top of our list for those ones. Also, I know. think he. I think he was my number two below Jiminy. Which looking back, I'm like, why did I do that? But um, I still love Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Jiminy Cicada. Um, so yeah, it it had to be. Uh, number it had to be i was almost it was between that and my number one um but I'll, we'll get to my number one in a second so yeah there's mulan sitting pretty at number two i just love love that film oh good choice megan good choice thank you very much thank you well what about you danielle my number two should come to no surprises anybody to anybody because i have talked about this in previous episode but my number two is lilo and stitch yay Uh, i love that that it's such a good movie right and i feel like for some people like i feel like for you megan you you watching hunchback of notre dame over and over again lilo and stitch was my hunchback of notre dame i watched it so much and it was right when vhs and dvd were like becoming a thing and we bought the dvd version of it and we had like the fancy dvd player Mm-hmm, I watched mm-hmm. it so much the DVD stopped working. I think yeah. <laughs> I mean, the DVD and, would like scratch and not play anymore. <laughs> well, not even just scratch. It like in a weird way burned itself up because I watched it so much. <laughs> and my DVD player's like, no, Danielle, you do not need to see this again for the hundredth time. And I would watch the bonus features all the time. And to the point where the bonus features they're, they show a clip of them at the hula studio watching and filming the hula dancers as and they're trying to choreograph the movements for the animation. I memorized and I thought I was a professional hula dancer because I memorized that entire dance mm-hmm. and I was obsessed with it. It's oh, good times, good times. But yes, Lilo and Stitch is still very near and dear to my heart. It's such a good movie. Such a good movie. It had me and my brother obsessed with Elvis for the longest time. Yes. And I'm still obsessed with Elvis, but yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, of course, yeah, still still love the songs. So uh, I love that choice, Danielle, for your number two. And I uh, I think that was one of your top songs as well was Lilo's song, the, um, the first one that plays. Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. And I, I do listen to that one. That is on my Disney playlist when I go on my road trips, and it's beautiful. Good, good. Good, good. I'm seeing a lot of consistencies with your movies and among other lists that we've had, which is great. Right. I feel like my, in a weird way, mine's more consistent than yours is. You have your, I think yours is way more consistent. Yes. Because my number one makes probably no sense with my other Well, before we get into our number one, y'all, thank you again so much for listening this far into the episode and us rambling and talking. I feel like we talked about more news on this episode than we did in the previous episode for the uh, beginning of the season. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening along. Make sure you are following uh, Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. Myself, the Dapper Danielle on the same uh, socials and uh, the magical millennial underscore for Miss Megan. And yeah, and don't forget to DM us or write those little fan mails uh, to Disney Countdown Show at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, join the Patreon family. We have another bonus episode. If you want to hear the movies that almost made the list, are mm-hmm. 11 I, through 15s. I think we're going to have some good ones this time around. So, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But. 
come you can absolutely join us for that and become a paid subscriber or join the patreon and don't forget we have a virtual hang coming up very soon so if you want to join in you can chat with us a little bit more one-on-one which is super fun yeah okay what's that number one here we go it is drumroll please emperor's new groove from gosh 2001 or something 2000 i think it's 2000 yes it is emperor's new groove and i think with um i think it's going to be considered a very underrated film from a lot of people um but i watched it recently with my fiance and we watched we end up watching the whole thing we're not big movie people and uh, in terms of like sitting down to watch movies together and we watched that whole thing because of how just entertaining funny like moving it is it has really good like i could totally you know, see heartfelt moments oh he freaking loves cronk he loves cronk <laughs> he loves um just the yeah, the whole story like cronk really does he does kind of steal the show in that in that movie but um i just i just think it's great and yeah it, it did come out probably when i was uh eight or nine and it had me just giggling the whole time in oh, my yeah. young age and still makes me giggle. So um, it, you know, I, I, I say that I think movie lists do change and favorite Disney movies change. As of right now, and it's been this way for quite a few years, Emperor's New Groove is my number one. Oh, yes. yes. And I would agree with you, Megan. I do think all these lists are subject to change of like what's going on in our lives, mm-hmm. what story is touching or moving us at that time of what's happening in our life. So I would hundred percent agree with you. Uh, but just, just like you, for me, my number one is uh, that story that just stuck with me that made a very large impact on me. And of course it is princess and the frog. Oh, and, yay. Uh, I, I had a feeling so much. I, I mean, feeling it was that one. I've talked about probably what in the sidekicks I mentioned both Lewis and uh ramon i've mentioned the songs in multiple of the episodes charlotte labeouf so when i said cinderella is my second favorite technically third it's because in order it goes princess tiana charlotte labeouf because she is technically a princess for a day and then cinderella but if you don't count charlotte it would be cinderella (laughs) (laughs) we love charlotte we love we love her her spunkiness and her sassiness and everything about her and how good of a friend she is to tiana um and it's this movie was so impactful to me when i saw it for the very first Mm -hmm. time it made me really love animation and the history it kind of actually got me into the whole downhill spiral of looking into history because i'm like oh this movie is beautifully animated let me just take the time to look up like disney history and disney animation and i really associate princess and the frog with my time of really getting into a deep dive of disney history because i watched this movie i was so impressed with the animation style and just the whole storyline and how because at the time they were also showing little clips of them going to new orleans and Mm -hmm. doing some research on this i'm like oh well i wonder if they did research for other movies and then that was just kind of the let me pick up a book on this let me look into this and it just it was that downhill spiral of getting that history and getting that knowledge accumulated so yeah here we are (laughs) oh i love that and i am 
I love your choice. I'm full support of it. And I had a feeling it was going to be at your number one because I didn't hear it throughout the list. And I'm like, Princess and the Frog's got to be in there somewhere. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. It's number one. <laughs> it is a great, a great movie. So excited that Tiana's got her own restaurant now in Disneyland. We're getting the ride pretty soon here. And uh, it is a very, it's a wonderful, wonderful film. She's with, with a She's great soundtrack. some love. She's getting some love. Much needed, much deserved. Yay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I love that. I love our list. I love the personal ties to each choice. And I think we had some... I think... Okay. Love that we had an overlapping one. That's a... That's a one sure. which I was shocked. I was kind of planning. I was planning and kind of assuming that it was not going to happen. It was going to be different. Yep. Yep. Right. So that's so fun. I love it. But great choices, Danielle. This was a this was a fun countdown. I'm so glad we finally were able to do this. Of course, now that the strike is over, we had been waiting on this one for a little while, but um, finally got to do the movie list. Well, thank you all so much again for listening yes, in. Yes, thank and you. And make sure you, if you are a paid subscriber or a Patreon member, make sure you are tuning in and ready for that bonus episode to drop with the ones that almost made this list because there are still some that Megan has not mentioned that I'm confused of, of where the placement is of almost <laughs> making it into the list. So that will be on the bonus episode. And again, thank you all for hanging out. Yes, thank you so much. And we will see you next time. Until then, have a very magical day. And night, night, sleep tight, dream of churros tonight. Huzzah! 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 Oh, that we talked a lot, Megan. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh my god. Sorry, we obviously we had a lot more news to catch up on. I even said that in the last episode. I was like, no, uh, we're gonna save some of that news for later. We should have gone into more news in that episode. <laughs>